The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. One of them, realizing he had been healed, returned glorifying God in a loud voice, and he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. the Lord, a half a football field away, I'd love to run up to him and show him my leprosy, maybe he can cure me, but I can't, it's the law, I have to stay 50 yards away, so I try to shout to get his attention, but of course we're too far away, the kids are playing, birds are chirping, chariots are going back and forth, he's not going to hear me 50 yards away, so I know what I'm going to do, I'm going to get nine other lepers. And I'm going to get a big, we're going to, going to sing together as a unified team. We're going to get a couple of baritones, a couple of sopranos, and we're just going to blast it right out so he can hear it 50 yards away. And he does, and it works. So he turns around and he says, go show yourselves to the priest. Now, why would he tell us to do that? Because, because it's in Leviticus. We're supposed to show ourselves to the priest and the priests in the temple. So you go there, and we're going to show him our legs and our arms and our back, and we're going to find, he's going to see that, that we don't have any contagious disease, and then he's going to say we can we go back into society again, and we no longer have the restraining order against us. And so this is great. So now for the first time in my life, I can go now to a Starbucks and get a latte grande. And then today, I can go to the ball game. And I can get a job, and I can go back to school, and I can hold a baby again. And they go home and have dinner with mom and dad. Aren't those all ordinary things? Are they not things that we ordinary do, ordinarily do every day? They are. But not to a leper. You know, at night I, I have this calendar, and every night I write down before I go to bed things special, great things that happened to me during the day. Just like little entries. And uh, the reason why is because that's the time that I want to thank God for all the things that he's given me in the day. Because sometimes the day goes by so fast, we miss things, right? We see things and they go, they, they pass us by. So this is a time to go back over the day and go over everything. One time I wrote an entry, it said, I hugged mom on her birthday. Now, why would I write that in there? Well, because I was in Italy for six years in, in uh, the seminary, and I was not able to celebrate a birthday. 
Right after that, I had to go. I was assigned to Avenel, New Jersey in a parish for five years, and I still wasn't able to uh, celebrate a birthday. Twelve years. Twelve years. There it was. And I was thinking to myself when I was celebrating a birthday, I may not, ha- I may not have too many times left to be able to celebrate a birthday. There's going to be a time when I'm not going to be able to celebrate a birthday because she's not going to be here. But not today. Today I get to hug her. Today I get to celebrate her birthday. One time I had to take the kids uh, when, the, and I, when I was in the parish to a concert, to a Christian concert. I remember one uh, student from Berkeley School of Music came up to me and said, Father, what kind of music do you like? I said, I like quiet. He says, that's a cool sound. So anyway, I take this noise, I take these kids to a noisy concert, and uh, the, the, the guy was, uh, the, the Christian artist was uh, Tony Melendez. Some of you know him. He plays guitar and he sings. But he plays guitar with his feet. And the reason why he plays his guitar with his feet is because he was born without any arms. He, he was terrific. Kids were excited. They were, they were, they were dancing in the, the seats. and there, Everybody was having a great time. Just before the concert ended, before his last song, he, he, he got to the mic and he says, Look it, I believe in miracles. And the reason why I believe in miracles is because I see them every day. All the time. Every time you put your hands up in the air to celebrate, to me, that's a miracle. Every time you hold a slice of pizza in your hands, to me, that's a miracle. Every time you shake your friend's hand to give him a hug, to me, that's a miracle. Every day, miracles surround you all the time. You just have to have the eyes to see them. One time I had to fix the dog who was hinge-bound. Now, the way you fix it is you, uh, you have to kind of shave behind the, the hinge, and then it will straighten out and the door will close nice again. So I went to the tool box to get the chisel, and apparently somebody used the chisel as a crowbar and it was so dull you couldn't even cut pudding with it. So I told my father about it, and he says, well, bring it down to the shop, and we'll sharpen it. So I brought it down, and he says, I'll show you how to sharpen your own chisels. So he says, what you do is you take the chisel, and you use both hands, and you guide it along the, the, the grinding wheel one time, just once, and then dunk it in the water. And you test it, and you do it again. One time, and you put it in the water. You don't want to get it too hot, because then the, it'll weaken the metal. And then until finally you get the nice razor sharp. And, of course, it was nice and sharp again. And uh, my father showed me his, his set of chisels, and he said, I bought these in 1950. <laughs> I still have them. I never had to buy another chisel again because chisel, and he told me this. He says, any, any chisel that works really hard will get dull. Every priest that works real hard will get dull. Every student that works really hard will get dull. Every parent, no matter what you do for a job, you will get dull. But that doesn't mean you can't sharpen. And sometimes the the fresh and inspired eyes that one saw are now dull with the effects of familiarity. That that sometimes happens. But we can get it back again. I love the, the, the eighth psalm. In the eighth psalm, it says that children and babes... Uh, sing the praises of God. What? 
How come babies and children are experts in prayer? How does that possibly happen? Because children and babies are seeing things for the first time. That's why when a baby sees a goldfish in the gold bowl, in the, in the, in the water bowl, and sees it, you see the eyes go up and the mouth will open up and then some, an audible sound will come out of the mouth. And then know this, when that sound comes out of that baby's mouth, know that up there God's saying, finally, somebody notices me. God loves to be noticed. You know, just with this last point is that the, we love the leper here in the story that goes back to Jesus to thank Jesus. And what's he going to thank him for? He said, oh, Lord, you can't believe it. I can go now into Starbucks and I can get a coffee. I'm going to go to the ball game this afternoon. I can hold a baby now again. Do ordinary things. Ordinary. You and I can do them any day. But not to him. To get back our eyes, everything is extraordinary with God.